0: الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ما يهده الله فلا مضل له وما يضل له فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا وملانا محمد عبده ورسوله بعد Alhamdulillah, we praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we send durood and salawat upon our leader and master Nabi Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi wa We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala abundantly for having created us and having placed us in this world where he has provided everything for us everything for our benefit and everything that we need to live in this dunya and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not left us alone Although we may face numerous challenges, difficulties, but Allah subhanahu ta'ala is always there for us and He has provided for us a very powerful weapon and that is du'a. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا ibadi anni fa inni قَرِيبٍ That when my servants ask, ask you about me, or Rasulullah ﷺ, فَإِنِّي I am very near. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, <clears throat> apart from having created everything so beautifully, the needs that we have, the requirements like air, water, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created this whole dunya, whole universe in such a beautiful manner. If you look at the beautiful uh, rivers and trees and mountains that are out there, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has also provided <clears throat> food for us, the different uh, foods in different forms, uh, be it uh, the vegetation or animals which we can eat from, alhamdulillah Allah has given us so much. However, we may see or look or view at different aspects in, in different ways. So it is not uh, uncommon to hear people saying or making statements like, you know how fair, how unfair everything is, how unfair the whole world is, how unfair people are to us and uh, m- uh, many may cite examples also for example <clears throat> um, a person may say that everything is for the rich, and one example there is that you know if a person is looking for a very economical vehicle. Then there are some very, very economical and fuel-efficient vehicles that are available out there that uh, use very little fuel. Yet, who can afford them? Those people, the very wealthy, who uh, econ- economy is not an issue to them. So these vehicles are priced so highly, they're so expensive, that only the rich who, don't really, who are not really concerned with the economy can uh, afford them. So how unfair is that? Or a shop may have a sale whereby the prices of the items are reduced drastically. But this sale is held at the time, maybe mid-month or at some other time, when those who are really hunting for a bargain don't have any money. So who benefits there? But then uh, instead of looking at how unfair everything is to us, let us focus on how unfair we are, how unfair are we to the world, how unfair are we to uh, others, how fair are we how unfair are we to in our judgment? Uh, I like to cite the example of a fly um, you know, a fly comes around buzzing around and it uh, you know, it's very irritating in the way it buzzes and it uh, irritates us. <clears throat> And we may try to swap that fly, try to kill it, and uh, people may, you know, let go with some unspeakable words also. and But if you look at it, is it really the intention of that fly to irritate us? All it is doing is what it has been created for. It's coming around looking for its food. Although it may be irritating to us, but I don't think that fly has that intention to come and bug us like that. Use the pun. Likewise, a mosquito, when we are lying down there, we're sleeping, and we hear this buzz of this mosquito, this uh, shrill sound of a mosquito, and we may try to swat that, we may miss it, and we become angry. But is it really the intention of that mosquito to irritate us, to break our sleep, to disturb our sleep, or to harm us, or to cause us irritation? No, it's out there looking for its food. It needs uh, to... Uh, sustain itself even though it may be our, through our blood but it needs its sustenance and that uh, uh, that is what it's looking for so it's not really out there to irritate us or to bother us it's just so it is un, very unfair for us to pick on these creatures and so on no doubt if there's any harmful creature that pose a threat to us it needs to be uh, killed it may need to be killed or pushed away But it is very unfair on us to pick on these different creations of Allah. They're placed here for a reason. They are here just carrying out what they've been created for. So it's very unfair for us to pick on them. On this uh, uh, point also, uh, if you look at and consider the wind, sometimes the wind can be very strong. Sometimes when we uh, are engaged in certain outdoor activities, now, the wind may upset that activity. We need it to be a nice, still calm day, but there the wind blows. Now, who has been? Who has sent this wind? Of course, it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it is categorically stated in the hadith that La that we should not abuse, not speak bad, not swear at the wind, because it has been sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So once again, let let us see that how unfair we are to the world and to the entire creation before picking on anything and before feeling that everything is unfair to us. coming back to Allah subhanahu and his du'a and his uh, methods of reaching him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that wa idha anni Allah subhanahu is most near, most close to us. Wherever we are, whatever challenges we are facing, whatever difficulty we may be in, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is right there with us. All we have to do in whatever condition we are, even if we are in a state of Janabat, we are not in a state of hulu, we could be deep down in the earth or underwater or high up in the sky, whatever the condition is, all we have to do is raise our hands and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will respond. وَقَالَ رَبُّكُمْ مُدْعُونِي أَسْتَجِبُ لَكُمْ Allah subhanahu wa says, call unto me. It is Allah subhanahu wa instruction. Make dua to me. Call unto me. I will answer. Allah subhanahu wa assures us that he will answer us. مُرَانَ أَشْرَفَ عَلِي اللَّهِ says that everyone has needs. Everyone is in need of every type of goodness and success. It is for this reason that Allah s.a.w. provided different means and opened numerous doors for goodness and success in both the worlds. <coughs> he did this so that those who in need may seek assistance via these avenues and gain salvation from difficulties and calamities. <coughs> the effects of all means or all efforts apart from dua are very restricted and not all-embracing. <coughs> For example, now the aim of natural means or efforts such as trade, medicine, etc., is worldly success, although they can indirectly assist one's deen as well. As for the shari'i means and efforts, such as ibadat, like fasting, salah, hajj, their actual purpose is deeny success, although they are beneficial in one's material life as well. However, du'a is the only method which has been stipulated equally for worldly and dhini success at the time, <clears throat> at the same time. Due to this comprehensive nature of dua, its importance is obvious. It is for this reason that encouragement, virtue, and emphasis in this regard are mentioned again and again in the Quran and Hadith. Consider these uh, ayat and hadith. Allah says, Make dua to me, I will accept it. Rasulullah was reported to have said that the greatest act of ibadat is dua. He also said the doors of acceptance have been opened for the person who has been blessed to the opportunity of making dua. The other riwayat, the doors of paradise are opened, the doors of mercy are opened. Also, the most beloved thing which can be asked of Allah is to ask Him for peace and prosperity. So, this shows us also that we, can, uh, we also ordered and instructed to ask for worldly needs, dunya needs, not only for the akhirah. Du'a comes to to one's aid even at the time when a calamity is befalling one. It also wards off impending calamities. At times, the moment a calamity descends, du'a confronts it, and there's a struggle between the two until the day of judgment. There are certain adab of uh, an etiquette of du'a. It must be pointed out that dua is such a versatile uh, ibadat that it can be made. It's not a condition that the following adab be followed, but if time permits and the conditions permit, then we should try to follow these adab, which are that we should be clean in the state of wudu, face the qibla, keep the hands open in front of the chest to make uh, dua with humility and sincerity and focus. And to have conviction in the heart that, Inshallah, my dua will be accepted, we should uh, we should have this in heart that we are calling out to the greatest, to subhanahu wa Taala, the one who answers, the one who in whose control everything is. So, with that conviction and the conviction that Allah Taala is listening and He will answer the dua, and in the Abdi bi Allah Subhanahu tells us that. Uh, He treats us according to our expectations uh, of Him. Furthermore, we should praise Allah and recite durood sharif. And uh, when we have completed the dua, we should pass our hands over the face. There are some special times when duas are readily accepted. uh, During the latter part of the night, on the day of Juma, especially the time after Asr, Uh, during the month of Ramadan, inshallah, which is coming up, and we make dua that Allah keeps us well and alive uh, so that we experience the month of Ramadan. Uh, After the tilawat of the Quran, after faru salah, between azan and ikama, and also for that person who is experiencing some difficulty, making dua is extremely beneficial. There are also... Some people whose du'as are readily accepted, the from amongst them, we all want our du'as to be accepted readily. Uh, these people are the salihin or the pious, the du'a of the parents, and also the, the, the du'a of children who are obedient to their parents, and the du'a of the oppressed. Now, there are some uh, hindrance, some impediments to du'as being accepted. That means there are certain factors that will stop a person's du'a being accepted. One is if the person engages in haram. With these haram actions, and uh, consuming haram foods and drink, and uh, dressing with ha- clothing that is not uh, according to Sharia, all these will stop a du'a from uh, accepted, as we learn from the hadith. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, directs us in the Holy Quran that al الْأَصْمَاءُ الْحُسْنَ husna that Allah SWT has most beautiful names. So call on him by them. So we know the 99 names, beautiful names of Allah SWT. We encourage to recite that uh, regularly, daily. We should try and uh, memorize them as well. And make dua through the medium of these names. This facilitates the acceptance of dua. Once Rasulullah ﷺ heard a person calling Allah by this great name, Ya Zal-Jalali wal-Ikram, Rasulullah ﷺ remarked that surely his duas will be granted, surely your duas will be granted, ask of Allah whatever you wish. And according to another hadith, an angel is appointed by Allah ta'ala so that whenever someone says these words thrice, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, Ya Arhamar Rahimeen, the angel responds by saying, No doubt the Most Merciful has focused all his attention towards you. Ask of him whatever you please. So those words are, Ya Ar-Rahman, Now to ensure that our du'as are accepted, one of the signs of gaining the recognition of Allah Ta'ala is to be granted the tawfiq of making du'a. Du'as made sincerely fulfilling the necessary conditions are always accepted should always keep this in mind, that we make a sincere du'a with full focus and attention. Allah, that du'a is all, always accepted, although we may not uh, realize or notice it's, uh, it immediately. <clears throat> According to the hadith, <clears throat> any Muslim who makes a du'a and his du'a does not contain a request for anything sinful or anything regarding the severance of family ties, Allah Ta'ala grants him one of three things. That means his du'as may be accepted in one of three ways. He's either, either granted it immediately, or whatever he, he has asked for is safe for the akhirah, or by means of this du'a, Allah Ta'ala wards away some calamity, calamity from him. So we should never ever feel that our du'as are rejected. So here we have a very powerful weapon uh, we all have access to it. May Allah uh, grant us the tawfiq to make dua all the time and to remember him all the time and never to ever lose hope in him.